Here we are. I don't like it. I don't want to do the show today. Feels bad to be alive. It's just... It doesn't this, feel right. The sensation of being trapped in skin and meat and bones. I have to I feel, move around. I can feel my veins too much. I can feel the blood throwing, flowing through my veins. I can yeah. feel. I can feel my... You know my uh, white blood cells attacking something. I can I can feel my my the roots of my teeth like they're like they're like wriggling around like like worms in, yeah. in my skull. I feel I can tell my bones they're they're just I can feel when they're sucking in the nutrients from the bone density pills that I've been taking, mm. and my and I can feel my bones have become very dense. It's very hard for me to get out of bed. <laughs> my doctor told me. You know, she was like, look, I think you took too many bone density pills. On one hand, you're beautiful. You know, mm. your skin is beautiful. Yeah, but it's, it's just like skin being wrapped around bone. There's no meat left, but it's very attractive. No. The muscle the muscle has given way to bone. The muscle is bone. The muscle has been absorbed by the bone. Yeah, the bone has eaten the muscle. It, mm. is, it needed the muscle's, uh, <laughs> the muscle's uh, nutrients right. in order so it could get bigger. Your muscles are like a they're like a parasite. They're yeah. a parasitic infestation that are they're, on your like bones. leeching on they're they're leeching on your bones until you give your bones enough power and then the right. tide turns and then they can dominate. Dominate, yeah. But it's you know, it's 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 a mostly a symbiotic relationship, but every once in a while, you know, kinda like your organs too, you know, your organ and your 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 liver and your heart, they don't normally they don't really get along. I mean, left to their own devices it would you know, it would your your liver would absorb your heart. Yeah, but well, yeah, that's it, you why know, you that's why you drink is in order to keep your liver weakened. Yeah. Because if it gets too powerful, it will just start absorbing your spleen, Abs- absorbing kidneys, other things, all the other organs. You know, it, it's hungry for that or, that tender organ meat, and so. I learned all this, by the way, on the surgery channel, channel, <laughs> channel, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Who here? Who here? Raise your hand. Uh, watch the surgery channel, like yes. Marius and I did. Scream into the void if you watched the surgery channel as a child, and that that scarred you for the, for the rest of your life. Yeah, and and we we had nobody ever talks about it until later on in life. Then you just say, "Man, I just have this weird memory of watching surgeries on TV." And I think maybe, and I and I told Marius, I was like, "Yeah, you know, oh, maybe I think it's it was a." Um, like a public access channel and then you were like oh no it was its own channel it's a dedicated dedicated it was was its own thing you could just turn on i mean i think at certain times it would be like i don't know so it would be like some like college station where you'd see like i don't know or it was like a jazz station or something so you'd be like oh i'm gonna go i want to tune into you know see some some bebop and then you it would just be like someone like hacking at uh you know, someone's leg off or whatever. Because yeah, it, who, it, I wonder who is the Rupert Murdoch. Who would be the Rupert <laughs> Murdoch of the surgery channel? Who is the guy? He's like, I got an idea. <laughs> I got all the, I got hours and hours of footage of the surgeries that I've been stacking up and holding. But I mean, it really it must have been it had grant money. I'm assuming like the government yeah. signed off on this. They're like, we're going to enrich the community. And well, what how, I think what it was. What I think it was, it was, it was. They were they were surgeries to be basically because they 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 were you know, they were prophesizing the upcoming mm-hmm. apocalypse, and they were say, look, we're gonna there's gonna be a thing called YouTube. We're gonna have to put these on YouTube so people when when you're, you know, I don't know, you're alone in the wilderness or you know, and you have to perform a diabetic surgery and you have to remove some some uh, diabetes socks. You know, they've been they've implanted into your leg and right. 
So we like absorbed some information. I'm like, oh, I know how to neuter someone now because yeah. I watched it when I was nine years old. Uh, and my, my friend's rumpus room. Yeah. It blaring, blaring it like, by the way, I'm, I have kids, so I, they, I'm like, I'll just hear the TV. It'll be like full volume in the other room, and they're just transfixed. <laughs> and I'm just like, isn't this hurting your ears? So I picture you. It's just like, just the sounds. I'm like, and the sounds of slicing, just yeah. like reverberating through your house. You and your mom is trying to cook and she doesn't she can't she doesn't have time to run downstairs <laughs> to tell you to turn it down because it's it's you know en enveloping the house or yep. the chicken will burn the so chicken she just has burn. to hear it yeah i mean it, it is weird I, I feel like there was maybe some sort of video drone kind of thing going on where it was like an like a yep. an, an errant broadcast we weren't meant to to observe and that it was right poisoning our minds and it just happened for too long yeah somebody just like went on vacation for two weeks and that yeah. was just but yeah, but it's like, it's going to be one of those situations where all of a sudden we're going to be, you know, hiking in the desert and I'm just going to be all of a sudden gasping in pain, uh, <laughs> clutching my side. And, and you're going to be like, I don't know why, but I know, I know what I need to do. And you're just going to give me some kind of gallbladder. You're going to cauterize my gallbladder with a yeah. hot, with a hot spoon. Yeah. I think it's going to be some, you know, there's going to be a point where everyone who watched the surgery channel is going to become activated like there's going to be some yeah. signal that is broadcast subliminally and then all of a sudden we're we're like yep. sleeper cells and then we're ready to do we're surgeries ready. on whoever is and we just will it will be chaos it'll just be surgeries you know happening everywhere and then it, it will take on a little bit of a sexual connotation and that's and then in the future you know in 100 200 years from now you will not be able to have sex you will not orgasm unless you are performing right or committing or committing a surgery yeah, I mean, this was on TV when I was like prepubescent, so you know, there's a lot of you know chemicals are being squirted around in my brain, you know, uh, going through changes in my body, and, and watching Surgery Channel all the time. It's gonna it's gonna affect it's things. It's, it's gonna, gonna affect things. It shapes you, right? It shaped you more than most, though. I know, you know, <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I it's was like not. You're just like horny and stoned in your father's rumpus room, you know, and you're like, I hope there's like you're hoping to see some. Uh, you know, fantasy, you know, hotline mm -hmm. down one nine hundred, whatever, you know, but instead you see the surgery channel. Yeah. You're like, you're looking through TV guide to find the, the R rated movie that's going to play on HBO at two in the morning that has a yeah. uh, brief, brief nudity in the description. Brief and then you, you accidentally turn it to surgery channel and you're just, you know, you're just like the a, pumping of yeah. that, that meat, you know, that red meat, that living meat. You're hungry. Yeah. But it's it living is, meat. It is naked flesh, so it is. What are you gonna do? You know, that, get that would be the name of my movie, Naked Flesh, and it would just be hours of the surgery channel. <laughs> and when you would and the screening you obviously you would hear the loud sounds of the of uh, the bolts being placed around the theater doors. Yep. Yeah, the, the bars going down over the doors. You can hear not not just the doors like into the auditorium, but the main doors outside. Yeah. You can hear those being locked. And it syncs it syncs up with with the actual movie. Where where then in the movie they're like, is that the theater doors being locked from the outside? <laughs> <laughs> We're trapped in here. <laughs> and that's when you realize you're like. Oh, this isn't good. Yeah, well, I'm in for a ride that I am not going to enjoy. 
You might as well just sit back and relax the surgery channel and watch the surgery channel. Yeah, make make the best of it. That's what you do. When when you know this is before the internet, we couldn't just be like, "Oh, I'm going to, you know, watch some uh Fortnite streams on on YouTube." We just had yep. to watch the surgery channel cuz we had nothing else. Yeah. I when I when I got home from school, I've said this before, but it was always the same shows. It was what's happening. Um what's happening? Um what was the, the show one, about the little girl that was a robot and she had like oh, the yeah, panel? Yeah, Small Wonder. Small that was Wonder. On all the time. Yeah. That was on. But also it's the other one where the, where the two kids, they go with the rich dad, different strokes. That was on. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of it. And it was always the same shows. And then I had to do homework or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little younger. I mean, for me, it was like Married with Children was just the show that was on all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was, yeah. I'm talking about when I was like a kid, like 85. Couldn't, couldn't avoid yeah. it. Well, yeah. I mean, I just remember seeing that all the time. And I remember just you would sit and turn on and be like, please, please. And you turn on Cinemax and it would always be like, oh, eating Raul again. <laughs> that movie was on constantly. It's a good movie. So Yeah, I mean, not when you're that young. I remember like we would sneak into theater. I remember one time my friends and I stuck into the theater. It was like 1984, so I was probably, I was in the fourth grade, however old you are there. Yeah. Stuck in the theater and we're like, yeah, let's go. What are we going to watch? Uh, the Big Chill. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that Simpsons uh, joke where the, the kids are like, we're going to go see an R-rated movie. And they're like, we're, it's Barton Fink. And they're like, Barton Fink, Barton yeah. Fink. And then, you know, I don't know. I love the idea of being yeah. children being excited to go. Just like, what is going on? Bridges over Madison County. Let's go see that again. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta sneak I, in. I need something. I mean, that's how we were like, should we go just break windows? Like, yeah. I remember this thing saying that. Kind of yeah, stuff. should we put rocks on the, the train tracks in, in the hopes that maybe oh, it'll yeah. derail the train? Dera- derail the train. Like, that's your goal as a child? Yeah, like, like a, thousand pounds, <laughs> a, th- a thousand tons of, gr- of grain will spill in this area. <laughs> that was my goal. It was deranged. Was One of the things us. we did when we were a kid uh, was, uh, this is probably all very boy stuff, but... We would. And I thought about how crazy this is. I just thought it was funny when we were kids. But we would stand on one end of, end of the road, and and then we would pretend to pull, pick up, and pull a fake rope across <laughs> the road as people were driving. And then they'd be like, wow. ah! you know, and then they would, they would, you know, they would go off the road and they would, they would go down into the ditch. Yeah, the roll, car would turn, roll a few explode. times. And you would laugh and yeah, run they'd, away. They'd, they'd crawl out of the door, engulfed in flames. But he you, know, you can't do that. And we're just like, well, whatever. We're f- I'm 12 years old. Yeah, this is the suburbs. What else are we going to do? I'm a 12-year-old suburban boy. You put us Come here. Come on. In the suburbs. They didn't teach you about this, officer? <laughs> yeah, when I, was, when I was a kid, I would get... I, my first run-in with the cops when I like... Like a deep feeling of dread and weird cop stuff was when I was fifteen. Yeah, that's yeah, that's about my age too. I when I got arrested for yeah, skateboarding. That's what I got arrested for skateboarding. And then we would continue to get arrested, and we would run, and then they knew who we were, and then so you would constantly have to. We did it to ourselves, and we would have. But you know, at the same time, seriously, you couldn't skateboard anywhere, and so we were constantly on the run from the cops, and then it just kind of got, you know. Then it became later drinking or smoking pot, and it was the same cops, you know? And you're just, like, running from the cops. Yep. 
Small I've, town I've, stuff. I've told this story before, but the when the the time that me and my friends drank uh, Robitussin, we were yep. skateboarding back to my friend's house, and, the, and a cop pulled up that knew my friend who we were going to stay at. And he was like, okay, Sean, like get in the car, I'm going to take you home. And so he like piled us into the back of his cop car to drive us back to his house to like keep us out of trouble as we were like, you know, slowly starting to trip, starting to trip. That's awesome. So that was cool. It's fun. It's really cool. Good times. And then, and then right when you're getting out of the car, you turn, you turn to the cop, you put your hand on your shoulder and you say, it feels like I'm in a well, but that well is being dropped into a well (laughs) and I'm, but I'm watching this happen all at the same time. You're my dad now. (laughs) You're my dad. Please, you're a big boy. You can have that gun. You're a big boy now. (laughs) You, You can do whatever you want. You don't. Your daddy's proud of you. Yeah, your my life is in your hands. You could, you could kill me right now. Yeah, that's what they say. Whenever, whenever you could, you, a lot of times when the cops are about to shoot somebody, you can hear them say things like that. They always say like, "I'm a big boy now," and they shoot, <laughs> or they say, "My daddy loves me," stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like their their little incantation. They say, "Yeah, my daddy loves me." Squeeze the trigger. <laughs> Yeah, all part of the police training, community outreach. All part of the the three-week training, police, Mm -hmm. comprehensive three-week police training. Like, oh, you're a sociopath. Get out there, get out there, you know what to do. (laughs) Oh, you you lack the ability to empathize with other humans? Yeah. Here's a gun. You're going to go, you're going to go high places in this, just because they can just see the vacant look. Yeah. Just like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you you just seem like, dumb and cruel. You're gonna you're gonna rise to the top. Oh come on! There's not all cops. There's some good cops. Some oh, some cops are are of middling attention uh, uh, intelligence, and they're also cruel. So it's not they're not all dumb. Some have mediocre uh, IQs. God bless America. Right. Yep. Yeah, at least I'm not singing the manger song, which I really want to sing. You got to save that for the second half of the show where, you know, that's true. When people's attentions are starting to wander and they're yeah. like, where's is just this show going to go anywhere? And then, then you break that out and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm, my ears are perked up. I'm paying attention. Yeah. I tortured my family with that the, the other day. I just kept saying, singing that song and it, <laughs> I seemed like it graded on them. Hmm. Weird. They just don't know what, uh, you know, some people would pay good money for that. Yeah, for the opportunity. What an opportunity it would be! Our, our patrons, for example, they go to patreon.com forward slash heavy breather. Can we do this live on a Zoom? Are people yeah, doing that? Yeah, people are doing that. But I think we could figure it out a way for people to actually tune in as we're recording. Let's do it. Yeah, we could charge people. people. Could see us in our lips. How how glistening our lips get. Yeah, Maurice's met shirt just uh, starts unraveling and. We, we get so dressed up and we, we make ourselves look so pretty and it's just for the two of us. We might as well share, yeah. spread the, the, the pleasure of our, our, our glistening lips for, for everyone. Marius is like, it's like he's in, in a in nativity scene and he's, he's one of the, the, the wise king's men and he's, you know, he's receiving the communion away from, for jo- from Joseph, mm-hmm. you know, and there's the Hamburglar. Mm-hmm. I just pictured like a nativity scene, but then you'd see like 
some other kind of pop culture reference with it. Yeah, you got to spruce it up. You got to make it relevant to the kids. Oh, that's what I got arrested for one time. Is we uh, we drove around in my friend's car, drunk. Uh, we were sixteen, and we collected all the nativity scenes. You know, and in Chicago, Chicago land, people it's very Catholic, and people would have light these light up nativity scenes that would be in the snow. And we collected, and they were like they were on the roof, and like the cops just pulled us over, and we were like, <laughs> we got we got busted. Well, you know, I mean, if you can collect those things, you make make a few bucks off them. Go to the the uh, bootleg nativity yeah. scene guy; he'll buy them or, off of you, or you just melt all that plastic down. You know, just right. melt that plastic down and just get the <laughs> the raw yeah, the raw plastic. You sell it to the to like the dump or whatever. Yeah, and they bring it to the plastic dealer, and they're making frisbees and all kinds of stuff. Yep, and you can watch her pl- that beautiful nativity scene turn into a. Uh, Turn into a, a bong, a bong, yeah, plastic, plastic. <laughs> yeah, what my it'll, friend, it'll, it'll turn into the mesh that holds in a person when they get a hernia. My my <laughs> friend when I was growing up had a had like a four foot bong that was green, like yeah, see through cool. plastic. That we called the Hulk, and uh, yeah, the thing would you know it took like two people to to oh smoke it. So you, but, you could but, watch but, the thing. We've talked about this many scene. times, but but the the, the holy grail. Of bongs is the is the gravity bong. Yes, and because it is the harshest and most horrific and trashy. Yeah, there's bong. no pleasure that you're you don't derive from it. You're not like enjoying yourself when you do this. No. You're just it's like you're punishing yourself for existing. I punish myself into also having the worst high I've ever had in my <laughs> life. Just a terrifying. Like one time I did a gravity bong. I'll never forget this. I did gravity bong, and then I I kept I was talking to people, and I kept reaching like as if something was falling out of my lap <laughs> I, did this, I did this like three or four times and and i was like this is an, a very awful and uncomfortable yeah feeling but you could you could stretch your weed so if it was like you had like not that much weed but then you, you were hanging out yeah. with your like you know 15 friends then you could you could each parcel out your like little pinch and like get uncomfortably stoned yeah because it's like essentially what you do is you take you take a, a marijuana pipe, like the top piece, and yeah, then you the bowl. fasten it to a bottle cap, like a seven up, two liter, or better you, yet, you may, a, you, yeah, you poke a hole through like the the bottle cap, so it's like the the bowl goes through it, like an airtight. Way, if, you're t- if you were tuning in, we were, you've uh, <laughs> you've just tuned into the gravity bong uh, show where we yeah. we talk about gravity bongs, how to, you know. Yep, gravity <laughs> bong chat. I mean, we, you know, we've been doing the show for six or seven years now. It's just we talk about gravity bongs. What, what were you going to say is the best flavor of soda to to make oh, a yeah. gravity bong out of? Like a cherry soda. Mm. No, I'm I'm just saying, like, well, you take the the little piece, you put it in the the so- soda bottle. You know, you cut a hole through it, and then you screw it to the to the cap screw of the soda in. bottle, and then you cut the bottom half of the soda bottle. Yeah, in so half. It's, so it's like a half. it's like a funnel, it's like, like a, a funnel. And then you dip that into water, right? Right, and into then, a bucket. And then, and then when you take, you light the the um, the bowl part, and then you yep. pull up on it at the same time, and it sucks the marijuana in, like the, at an uh, extreme heat. The suction, it's like like the yeah the uh, it's like the, 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 the suction of the water and the air. It's like pulling it in like at an yep. insane rate. But you have to be careful if you put if you if you accidentally push down a little bit, then it'll you know shoot it'll out shoot a, out a volcano. So you're pulling it up and you're just like and you see this entire it's like bowl green, milky just, green smoke just turn yeah just 
into ash immediately and you have this milk and then you take the cap off and then put that in your mouth then you push down <laughs> I like that I mean some some idiot kid like invented this at some Thought point this and then it like spread like wildfire this across the, the, the nation like from from coast to coast uh, teenagers yeah we're like we have to everyone must know <laughs> this technique and it's a good technique and then and then you, you take the head and then you immediately your head wrenches back <laughs> and, 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 you, and then the whole room is filled with yeah just smoke again, from it's your like, lungs it's like not like white smoke it's like brown it's like thick it's, it's like, like soup. it's like a green it's like a, a mossy green and then you you cough for 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 literally five minutes straight. Yep. And you are worried. You actually start to worry. Mm-hmm. And you remember your... you have you have to go home in twenty minutes and interact with your parents. Hey man, why is that guy always sweating? <laughs> that we talked about that on the show. The guy that uh, would go by, I'd go by my pot from, and the guy would there's be a real sweaty guy there, and he was like <laughs> kind of muscular. And I asked my friend, I was like, wait, why? Why is that guy always sweating? He's like, he takes a lot of vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. You've, you ever since you've been searching for the perfect yeah. vitamin cocktail in order to we recreate. Talked, we talked about on the, on the lost, the lost episode. Right. Yep. One of the, one of the only, only God got to listen to that one. Mm-hmm. God was like, you know, God was, you know, God likes to do certain things. Like sometimes God likes to, you know, watch a nice baseball game. And when, when the, when the the guy catches the ball and wins the game, God had God did part of that. You know, he also was not thinking about all the the poor people dying and you know people with cancer and just horrible floods and explosions and you know no. the, the mesh in your body that's holding in your your organs because you had a hernia. You know, breaks and it, 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 you know what I mean. You got to keep all the that wet meat yeah, in place. Your body's that not going to do it anymore. To get out. <laughs> So that's exactly what the doctor says when when they're like, "What is a hernia?" It's like the meat inside your body is horny to get out of your body. The the body is a beautiful, inscrutable thing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, should we take our our mid show break? Yeah, let's take a little break. Uh, this has been Heavy Breather. Thank you so much. Thank you uh, to the people who have been supporting us through our uh, Patreon. Yeah. We appreciate you. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash heavy breather, or you can go to heavybreather.net. Click on the link if you want to learn more. Um, You're listening to Heavy Breather on X Ray FM. Thank you. See you in a minute.
We back? We're back. By the um, way, if you uh, you're listening to Heavy Breather, but I, I would also like to uh, give a shout out to our sponsor. They are the uh, they wanted us to to do a special shout out to them. But anyway, they're a company. They're a cool company, and they they make the uh, the, the mesh that that the doctors use to hold in your body your uh, insides. I yeah, don't know why, you, I don't know why I thought about that recently. I think there's like like a class action lawsuit or something about it. <laughs> is that what they do? They put like a, it's they like a, a mesh in there. It's like a net, it's like netting that they put it's inside netting. you. In, Any kind of netting, they just go like the doctor literally goes that day, the day before, and picks up some from you know Fred Meyer or, or Ace Hardware. <laughs> he, they go to like the uh, the like like one of those crappy like like raver shops where you can buy like yeah. mesh shirts and stuff to wear to you do your dance shirt. party you can just buy one of those and wrap up the spleen or intestines i don't really know understand what a hernia I mean, is I, don't know. I have no idea it's just meat to me I know but it's, yeah but no but i picture he's just like uh he just shows up to to, to home depot and just looks at the guy and he's like sees the guy's name's bob he's like hey bob uh you got any netting and <laughs> <laughs> pretty much follows that lead. Yeah, just to see where that takes you. Um, yeah, um, Wilford Brimley died. I'm sure you saw. Uh, yes. You know, everyone's been mourning him. I, I, I felt it. I I did uh, decide to rewatch Cocoon. Cocoon, yeah, in honor of his memory. And um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's not a bad little movie. I saw it in the theater. I loved it. Yeah, you know, I the 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 orgy scene was uh, longer than I remember yes. it. The orgy um, scene goes on forever. It's like it's basically it's like the orgy scene's pretty good, but they ripped off Caligula in so many ways. Well, and it's weird because like the the whole first half of the movie leading up to it, they actually maybe this is the director's cut, but it's like played at double speed. So every, it's like everyone's like chipmunk talking yeah. like, <laughs> until it gets to the to the sex scene, and it yeah. kind of plays like in slow motion, and it's like stretched out, and yeah, it's very like yeah. Caligula-esque uh, but, and they're they're going to town on each other but true true story Wilford Brimley in the this the begin in the beginning of shooting cocoon mm-hmm. about some senior citizens some aged senior <laughs> citizens you know on their way to hospice quite frankly mm-hmm. you know they, they uh, aliens come down to make them young yeah. <laughs> Wilford Brimley in order he was no makeup yeah. 49 years old. <laughs> well, they say that he's wearing makeup, but I, I watched the movie. I'm like, no, he just looks. He's, not. he's just, that's just the way he looks. Because we also watched The the, the Thing, another great movie with, yeah. with the master Brimley in it. And it, yeah. it's like two years before, and he looks exactly the same. Yeah. Except his hair isn't white. Like, I think he dyed his hair white. That was the yeah. only changed he just he just looks like Brimley. that well, you gotta appreciate in every scene he says in his contracts too he has to you have to at least in one of the scenes you have to see him visibly uh giving himself insulin <laughs> but the, he this is at the camera i don't know if you remember this in the movie but like after the first time they go into the to the pool and they're walking back like wilford brimley and his pals and they're all this is in the pg rated yeah. Uh, movie called Cocoons. They make an incest joke. Ron Howard. They well, they talk about each other's boners, and they're yeah, like, they "He's like, he's like, yeah, do you have a boner right now?" And he's like, "Yeah, man, do you you do too?" And Wilford Brimley's like, "He's like, it's blue steel. A cat couldn't scratch it." <laughs> it's like, wow. wow. Like, I, I, I just, I, I, I'd heard that as a child. You're happy for them. You're just like, yay. Yeah, Wilford Brimley talking but about his, you know his what, downstairs. Though, actually, like, why why would you care? Why why should we care about that? Uh, uh, an old man is sexual and like, but no, that's, that's nice. But that, 
but if people get boners and stuff. Why do we care? Kids, kids know. They, they know. You know, my kids immediately. They're like, they know. They at very young age, they know, knew about all this stuff. But they were, um, like, my daughter today. Actually, she said, <laughs> "There's like some song on the radio, and it's about love, and and the lyrics are about something about you wish that we could get to that the beginning part out of the way." <laughs> and 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 my daughter says, "Oh, does that mean she wants to sex him?" Like that's where she just. Just like, oh, well, actually, that's a good... Good question. That's a good question. But no. Yeah, and w- when I was a kid, I'd be like, is, is yeah, I would ask just strangers, is your downstairs so hard that a cat yeah. couldn't scratch it? Just like See, Wilford Brimley? For me, the problem was, is I, I went into the woods, okay? Look, and this is what every boy in the suburbs, this is what happens. You go into the woods with your friends, you're screwing around in the woods, you you, you, you sit on a stump, and then yeah, all of a sudden you... Up, you upturn a stump up, or something. Upturn. Your feet are moving around, and what happens? I'll let you finish <laughs> there, it. There it is. Like, uh, it's like... Uh, like Nugget or one of those weird uh, magazines, like the cherry. The, it's always a weird one out there in the forest. The first one you see, it's like cherry or like something like really hardcore. Yeah, for us, like the the Nugget was the one that was like, oh, you don't actually really want to look at Nugget because it's it's uh, it's more unsettling than anything else. But you yeah. you'll, you you do take what you can get. So if you yeah. if you do happen to have a Nugget, you're not gonna gonna turn it down i just realized you're not gonna I might, turn it down but you also it imprints on you like yeah. like a like kind of like a baby cheetah on its mother like you know the first thing it sees it imprints like a duckling you know yeah. same thing with por- the first pornography you see it was, enters your brain and it just takes a hold i was gonna say my my cat is named nugget and i'm just real i just yeah. had like a revelation <laughs> oh God, right now true. that this is what i like the, wow the, the scales have fallen off my eyes oh my I, God, I see my cat's name's hustler <laughs> Cherry, wow. cherry, cherry, cherry. <laughs> that was the one. I was like, "Oh, this is going to involve like," because I, I, I didn't know anything. I was like, I just heard "pop your cherry," and it just sounded painful. And I wanted to be a part of it. I need in. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you have to pop something. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. So this weekend, I thought a lot about Wilfred Brimley's yeah. uh, hard downstairs. Yeah. Because he talked about it. It's PG rated movie. You know. I mean, I don't know if the F, uh, the FCC or whatever's listening. He yeah. said, it's, "You should probably FCC. By the way, take take notice. Maybe you could talk to your friends in the uh, whatever the FCC of movies mm-hmm. is." Yeah, <laughs> but you know, if Wilford Brimley can say it's like blue steel, a cat couldn't scratch it, then mm-hmm. you know, I think we have some wiggle room. And this was in 1984 yeah. or whatever. But then the next scene, to be fair, they show him and he's completely naked in the room, and there is a cat. <laughs> yeah, they, he proves his <laughs> he point. Proves it. <laughs> And the cat cannot scratch it. It cannot scratch it. It's incredible. (laughs) It's incredible. The the weird alien is watching. That movie is kind of traumatic as a small child because the lady takes her skin off. You know, in that one scene when uh, Steve Gutenberg is peeping at her, she peels her face off, and then she's got like the weird moon eyes, and she like. Oh yeah, I remember that. There was a movie that that I just saw. A really good movie, horror movie, Indonesian horror movie. On Shutter, I, I ended up getting that because I like horror. And there's a scene where all just it's just really quick, and all of a sudden, you just like this little kid. This woman sees a little kid, and the kid smiles, and then just takes his hands and pulls and just rips the skin, all the skin and muscle off of the bone. It's just like, and it happens like that. And I'm like, that is just really genius. And I'm not sleeping tonight. <laughs> what movie was this? Oh, what's it called? It's. 
if you search Shutter Indonesian Horror, it's like the, it's new. It's like on their their new like whatever one that they they pick. It's okay. really good. We are this is a paid this is the paid sponsor part of I our wish. show. Go watch the show. It's the movie and the thing. We'll just see you move. Go see the thing. The boy rips this thing off. We. It, but speaking of it, do watch the thing. It's pretty good. It is really good. One part, the guy's stomach gets teeth, and then he bites his the other guy's arms off. And he says, "See you at the party, Rick." Right. He, he's <laughs> like, then, then he throws the the pipe through him, and this team's coming out. He says, "Time to let off some steam." <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie in a while either. Commando. <laughs> How many times do you think he had to say that before he got it to sound right? Again. Party. <laughs> hey, Richter, I'll see you at the party. <laughs> see you later at the party. No, take 743. Richter, drive me to party. <laughs> see, again, I, I, by the way, another thing that blew me blew me away was another age thing. Uh, Mike, I looked at to see how old Michael Ironsides is, old is how old he is, mm-hmm. who played who the guy Richter and we were just talking about. Yeah, he is only seventy. So rewatch Scanners and yep. tell me if he's it's not he's playing a fifty year old man. I mean, he looks so like yeah, that is uh, he's weird. also so unhinged in that movie. But he must have been like he's like in his twenties. Yeah, for sure. He's just one of the, he's like he's like a Brimley. He just looked old. Yeah, but but I have to say, Michael Ironsides is. One of the most amazing actors, yep, of our time. I think it's a good one. Beautiful, yeah, good one. We're lucky to have him. No rest in peace. You're too young. Lucky buddy. to have him. Hit, watch his his veins pop in in scanners. That scene is crazy. When he's like, there's like a couple scenes that are just wow. Yeah. See you at the party, Rick. Duh. <laughs> yeah. And then, then he goes goes into to meet all Schwarzenegger. Yep. Time to let off some steam. What does he say? <laughs> yeah, something like that. He like throws the pipe through throws the guy. The pipe through, yeah. <laughs> Into yeah. the wall and then the steam's coming out. <laughs> it's that weird guy that he, he like always wears mesh shirt. He's like the bad guy in that movie. I think he's in Mad Max Two also and he always wears mesh shirts. He's oh, like yeah. he's like, This is my thing. I if you're gonna cast me in a movie I have to. It's in his I, contract. I have to wear a mesh shirt. And he did, and it was worth it. No, I'm sure he's like, I tried out for, you know, the opposite Meryl Streep and uh, Bridges over Madison County, and they're like, no, but how about instead you do the mesh shirt, the angry mesh shirt guy that fights? Well, they were going to cast him in a futuristic setting. They were going to cast him in in Bridges over Madison County, but he demanded that he wear the mesh shirt. They're like, like, it just doesn't fit. You have to be shirtless in this role. I don't want to do these roles. Tough luck. (laughs) Yep. It was like a security blanket for him, the mesh. They did. They did the whole. They did it, and they were going to CGI it out. But CGI was at it, it, at its infancy; it had not been invented yet. It just was just starting. It was just a kid on a Commodore sixty four. They just painted him blue, and they were just going to blue screen please, it out. Please don't go over this bridge. This one is not a good bridge. <laughs> I don't like this bridge. Please, where are we? Madison County. <laughs> You're in Madison County. This I is just a read bridge. something about this. Uh, speaking of which, I, I read this thing about a. Uh, it's like, oh, the, these baseball players. And I, I, all I saw was, 
it's like baseball players can't play this thing, a, a, a baseball thing that they were going to do called the Field of Dreams. And I was like, oh my God, they are going to recreate the movie <laughs> on the field and they're going to have all these corpses. Yeah, they're going to the actually end, bury the corpses, right? They're going to bury people. They're going to take all these beautiful, you know, like uh, Babe Ruth and, uh, you know, John Hinckley and all these cool baseball players and they're going <laughs> to they're going to bury him out in this field and then they're going to have their own game and the, and then the ghosts are going to come out and the the, the specters and the spirits are all going to rise and right. they'll you know and then someone's going to pretend that the Babe Ruth's ghost is, is your dad and then Babe Ruth you're my dad we're going to play catch Gary Shandling <laughs> Gary Shandling's <laughs> ghost yeah you want to see Gary Shandling again of course you do Bury him to in see. the field of dreams. He died right before the, all the camp. He probably would have been camp. I'm sure something would have come up. You think? Not a maniac. No, probably not. I love him. He's a sweetheart. But it made me happy. I'm like, oh, he's he's a, he's one of the good ones. He's a good boy. He's in heaven. What do you think he's doing up there? Yeah, just talking about his his uh, his blue steel. That's what Brim, Brimley's doing, at least. They're hanging out like everyone when people with celebrities die they like to be like oh, now David Bowie is jamming with with Kurt Cobain up there yeah, right he's, he's uh <laughs> people love that yeah it's like oh he's he's doing he's he's in front of a group of uh, people and he's doing his scene in Cocoon where he's got <laughs> an erection he's an old man who now can can make love yep well, yeah because in the movie they all the three original the, the core bros they all go into the pool and then they go back to their their ladies and then they yeah, and then the, you know the movie is, does not shy away. The camera does not shy away. Ron no. Howard had a it's vision. Butts, it's just yeah, butts he, moving he, up and down. He was like, "I need to show this, tell the story, you know, truthfully. I can't. Yeah. This isn't a Hollywood glossy thing. I'm going to show all the 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 dirt and the the glory. That's what he it said. Been better though, it's like if they if they were like, oh, but we should make it so like you know that these these men they're able to you know when they make love to their to their to their, to their their wives who are also 80. Yeah, they're 80 you know, year old. But they're so feral. <laughs> that even though there's no egg anymore, yeah, they can still a, a baby forms <laughs> and <laughs> a beautiful baby. And then right. they would show that too. Yep. The whole, the whole, <laughs> the birthing scene, you know, nine month. Yeah. Gestation period. And then birthing. Jessica Tandy giving birth. Yeah beautiful and then it, and then but because i mean really everyone knows that driving miss daisy is a sequel to yep to cocoon yep yeah she kept going she's like i'm not i'm not done that's done with this well the end of cocoon spoiler they go into the ship and they fly off into space but then she comes back they travel back in time using the spaceship she gets sick of it she don't like these people she's she like comes back yeah she's like i want to get driven around she now. comes back on the spaceship that was following hail bop you know where Heaven's Gate was inside, and you know Heaven's Gate jumped off, and then she mm -hmm. got on and came back around. Yeah, loop took the loop back around, yep. jumped off. So uh, now it's time to just some leisurely rides in a, the back seat of a car, and ride, ride, ride on down to driving Miss Daisy. Yep, and become a smash hit and change the way we see cinema. Yep, news like a, a new era. Nothing was the same, you know. Uh, you know, everything from uh, you know Vietnam, v Vietnam stories to you know stories of uh, World War Two, you know Korean War, 
you know, all these kinds, you know, everything pretty much. Yeah. There's no, uh, Oliver Stone could not have made Platoon without, no. without, uh, Driving Miss Daisy having been made first, setting the, the, you know, the stage paving yeah. the road for paving. him. I mean, all those scenes, you know, those amazing scenes from above when, 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 uh, they're trapped in the trunk and they have to eat their way through all that, uh, you know, yeah, the leather, the, the leather and, the, and stuff, the yeah. cushioning, you know, and you know, this was back in the, I, I don't know what, what year that movie takes place, <laughs> yeah, no. but the, the it cushions, was, it was, but it was really just, close to the doors movie too, which also I kind of like, Hmm, there's a lot of cross references, right? It's like hinted that it's the same cinematic universe. Yeah. The cushions are just stuffed with asbestos. And so they're, they have to <laughs> eat through it. They have to eat through it to get out. Cause both, you know, Morgan Freeman and driving Miss Daisy, she's in the, they're both trapped yep. in the trunk. Well, in the in the twenties, they use in movie theaters. They used to make the curtains out of asbestos, and so mm-hmm. you'd see pictures of old theaters, and they would say like an ornate wording, like above the screen, it would say asbestos. And I always thought that was really cool because cool. like, oh, I, I'm you know shimmering down the onto you, and yeah, you're breathing in the the particles. Hmm. Getting the. Uh, What's that thing? What's it called? Meth- mesothelioma. Meso- mm-hmm. mesothelioma. Mes- mesothelioma. Mesothelioma. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. It's not good. You, do. you know who had it? Who I, I've read. I was like, I wonder how he died. And I read it twice. Like, ah, I read this already. It was uh, um, <laughs> well, I bookmarked uh, this already. Is <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? He was like handsome stunt guy. Hmm. He died of that in like the early eighties. What's his name? Steve McQueen. Oh, really? Yeah. Not Queen McSteve. Nope. His brother. His brother. Queen McSteve owned uh, uh, Arby's in the in the Delaware, Maryland area. Yep. A chain of Arby's. But yeah, it's like, you know, asbestos. You're like, oh, it's cool. It doesn't catch on fire. It's a lifesaver. Little do we know. Nope. It's going to take... Worms its way in you. Take, finds take, you. Take our best from us. They are like it's almost sentient, the way that it that it that it seeks your lungs out. Yep. But now it's like kind of becoming trendy again. You can you have to pay extra if you want to find a yeah. building that still has asbestos in it, you yeah, or get asbestos put in. You know, like an artisanal asbestos. Uh-huh. Yeah, guy like I the, want this house to be exactly like a house from 1943. Right. It needs to be everything correct. Yeah, the worker is like dressed old timey with suspenders and a yeah, it's like waxed they, they mustache and a lot of money, you know, to yep. be like, look, you're gonna have to breathe in asbestos. You can use this kerchief. Yeah, this is <laughs> this thin cotton kerchief. You're gonna <laughs> hold this over your mouth. <laughs> yeah, with one hand as you're <laughs> installing the asbestos with your other mm. hand. But that's oh, also I read. Yeah, that's how he got it. Was he he had worked? That's I've also heard this. Like it's it's hard to get it to get the cancer from it unless you're exposed to it for a long time. And uh, Steve McQueen, I think, worked in a um, like an asbestos make. They made asbestos or did something with it. They harvested it from the the earth. Core. Hello. What what about the earth core? I lost oh, that, you. That's where they harvested the. Uh, the asbestos from they had to drill yeah maybe drill into the into the earth like a mine like a copper mine yeah and they just fluff the dust out with the, somebody just waves their hand they have like a 50 or 60 people just waving their hands and the <laughs> dust <laughs> comes out so I picture it <clears throat> simpler times 
simpler times uh you've been listening to heavy breather thank you so much uh if you are interested in listening to more heavy breather you can go to heavy heavybreather.net or a patreon.com forward slash heavy breather mm-hmm. yeah we have multiple tiers uh one of our, our our patrons we were just complaining about how people were changing their 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 tier from five dollars to one dollar but then someone did the opposite they they bucked the trend and they said i'm going to change mine from one dollar to five dollars a month and uh they're they're, they're the nice. real hero of the week i just want people to know that we have your information your home addresses and your social security numbers that's the thing we, we you if you want to get on our patreon you have to you have to tell us your social security number yeah social dunham. security number social security number <laughs> this is uh dunham who is the hero of the week one to five bucks you are heroes. Kudos to you. We love you. Yep. Care for you. Care but about do you. We do literally anything for you. <laughs> yeah, think about that. There's no limit. Anything. Literally, I'm waiting for you to just give me a command. <laughs> Snap your fingers, and we're we will we will complete the task. I don't care what it is. I'll destroy my life for you. I already have. I know that I, I'm just waiting because I know I know that you will treat me with with a, a benevolent malice. <laughs> you let us live in your unfinished basement. Yeah, I'll live behind the couch of your your dad's rumpus room, and I will just be quiet as the as the little trickling water from the the pipe drips on me, and I'm naked behind the couch as your father watches. Uh, yeah, he's he's sports. watching. He's watching uh, Columbo. He doesn't even hear you. He, he knows no. you're there, but it, it doesn't bother him because you're so quiet. Oh, he knows I'm there. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not a dummy. Yeah. He's just he's just accepted it because he hears me shivering, quivering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hears your teeth chattering, but that's yeah. it. <laughs> he knows I'm naked too. You know, I'm just like waiting for him to leave so I can suit back S- up, scuttle around. You can do all the scuttling you want once he yeah. leaves. That's Fair the enough. Rule. Okay. Fair enough. Well, uh, love you guys. Yep, love you. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.